All right. Well, welcome back, everyone, to the RLT Pivot Podcast. My name is Tracy, and I am again joined with my amazing co-host, Mr. Dan Jansen. And we have an incredible guest here that Dan's going to introduce. How are you, Dan? Doing awesome. Good to be back for another episode of the Pivot Podcast. We've got a longtime friend now. Uh, probably I've known you what, maybe three years at this point. I mean, back- I mean, I I first joined RLT the first time. Like, it's been six, seven years now. It was uh right yeah. around matt met jeremy for the first time beautiful this is jonathan wage ladies and gentlemen uh very special guest and he's been working on some things in the background in the background uh, let us let us know what you've uh what you've been working on and then we'll go through kind of uh your, your trading experience and how that kind of incorporates into it yeah definitely um so for those that that don't know me um i i've been on and off with RLT for the last several years. Um, got introduced to RLT through Matt DeLong. Uh, Matt and I go way back in the Nashville tech community, probably going on 15 years now. Uh, we worked in a similar industry. He had his e-commerce business, and I worked for an e-commerce company that was uh, that was bought by Alibaba Group uh, five or six years ago now. And more recently, in the last three years, uh, I started a automation a trading automation platform. Um, and that's been going really, really well. It's been an interesting journey. Um, self-funded bootstrapped company. Uh, we have a little over 300 customers now. Um, actually we just this week crossed $30 million connected to the platform. So it's pretty exciting to see that 300 people have trusted us with, uh, $30 million and it's kind of a little scary, but also exciting at the same time. So how does that all work? Like when you say trading automation, how does that all work? Yeah. So, you know, uh, signals for trading can come from anywhere. They can come from humans. They can come from uh, software that's programmed to continually watch a data source. And that data source could be anything. It could be the candles on the chart or could be something as stupid or silly as watching uh, what people are saying on Reddit or on Twitter, or, you know, some people do crazy things. You probably heard Matt talk about, um, I think there's a hedge fund that derives all their signals from the cycles of the moon and astrology, mm-hmm. like their whole strategy is astrology. Um, so my thought process with Traders Post was I wanted to build a platform that was agnostic to where the strategy signals come from. And we bought more or less just kind of act as like a, a router or plumbing. Uh, I was like to use these analogies. Um, it basically makes it really, really easy for people to create a strategy and send the signals to traders post. And then we take that signal and run it through a variety of different features that allows us to transform that raw signal into the underlying instructions that the broker expects. Um, you know, and the various features that we have are all like, do you want to add a stop loss to this signal? Do you want to add a take profit? What quantity do you want to buy? And of course you can just manually say, I want to buy five shares of this, but it gets a little more complicated when, well, what if you're running the strategy across five different accounts? Well, the quantity has to be dynamically calculated relative to the size of the broker that that strategy is trading in. Mm-hmm. And then, that also opens up the opportunity for people to share strategies with people. So I can publish a strategy and I can run it in a $100,000 account and my quantity 
and my take profit and my stop loss and all those details will be specific to me. Then I can also share that strategy with someone else. And whenever a signal comes into that strategy, think of it like it's just replicating that trade across all of the subscribers, brokers in parallel, all at the exact exact same time. So we have communities just like RLT who've basically built strategies on top of Traders Post, and then they let all of their subscribers, you know, one click subscribe and follow that strategy. Now, what which which brokers are you connected to? So today we support TD Ameritrade, TradeStation, um, Alpaca, uh, Robinhood, and Tradier. And Interactive Brokers is currently uh, under development. It's it's been a uh, a labor of love and pain trying to get uh, get get it to work with with Traders Post. But we're we're in the last like home stretch, last like five percent. You know, sometimes they say the last five percent takes the most amount of time, but we're uh, we're really really close to having interactive broker support. Awesome. So do your users have to create bots themselves, or is this something that that other like when you say subscribe, whatever bots are available, you can subscribe, or is it just a strategy? And then, however, you create the settings in Traders Post. Like I'm, I'm a bit confused on that aspect. Sure. Of it. Yeah. So right now. Um, like there's kind of like what we do right now. And then there's the grand vision of what we want to do in the future. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we started with just targeting the strategy developers um, with the goal of eventually having like a sort of marketplace concept where you have supply and demand, you have strategy developers who want to create strategies. And then you have people who know nothing about creating strategies that just want to subscribe strategies, subscribe to strategies. And we, we basically want to connect those two parties together, uh, connecting the supply and demand. And there's way fewer amount of strategy developers than there are people who just want to subscribe to strategies. Mm-hmm. But you kind of have to prime the pump on the marketplace side of the, the supply side first before you can go after the much longer tail of retail traders that just want to subscribe to strategies. So we're still in the phase of we're trying to prime the pump and get, you know, call it 500 strategy developers on the platform. And then we'll build a whole like browsable marketplace that enables people to just look through all the strategies. What's the performance of the strategy? What type of strategy is it? What was the the back trading performance? What's the forward testing paper trading performance? And what is the live trading performance? And then just basically giving the trader all that information to then make a decision about what strategy they want to subscribe to. But then the the great thing about the internet and TradingView and TrendSpider and all these platforms is people love to share. So there are strategies out there that people have coded and they just publish them for free on TradingView. You can go browse on tradingview.com, go to the script section and you can just search for, I want a EMA crossover trend following strategy or a Bollinger Band strategy. And then you can just look at those strategies and you can hook them up to Traders Post without having to write any code. Or in the case of TrendSpider, you can build strategies without having to write any code. It's all just a drag and drop interface. And you can say when this moving average crosses this moving average, trigger a buy or you know fill in the blank however complicated or simple you want it to be. So I was going to ask that next, if you're looking for developers or you're looking for strategy developers, is there any particular language that they need to be coding in or creating these scripts in? 
Well, the TradingView platform, all their strategies are written in a language called PineScript. Mm-hmm. And PineScript is a, it's a proprietary language, but it's like an open source language. So it's proprietary, but it's just very, very open. And because TradingView is so popular, I mean, I think TradingView has tens of millions of users. It's kind of become a, a, a really popular standard for writing strategies in. Um, but because Traders Post is agnostic, we don't really care where the signals come from. So if someone wants to go to a data provider like Polygon, like you can buy a subscription to a company like Polygon and they basically give you the raw market data, like the same market data that like TradingView is built on top of. And then you can use that market data to write a strategy in a, a an even lower level programming language like Python or JavaScript. And then you can derive your signals in that code and then send those signals to traders post. So you know, you kind of have like two big pieces of the puzzle. It's like one is the strategy side and one is the execution side of like actually executing the strategy in the broker. And they those two problems are equally like pretty big, complicated problems to solve. And usually people who are good with technical analysis and, you know, understand markets and have a decade or more of experience they probably usually don't have all the skills that would be required to like write the software to take the signal and send it to the broker. So we're trying to kind of fill that gap mm-hmm. because TradingView, TrendSpider, they've solved the strategy problem. And there's this void where, well, what if I want to automate the strategy? You're kind of left with, there aren't really a lot of solutions that can do that. Um, mm-hmm. And usually traders will like build a strategy really they don't even build it first. Like they just have it in their head and they're just discretionarily making a decision on the fly. I want to take this trade and they have rules, you know, and RLT is all about the rules and creating the trading plan. But oftentimes there are other um, discretionary decisions that the trader makes that are really hard to like codify. It's like a feeling that the trader has. Yeah, for sure. I I know that uh, I have been trying to develop strategies around uh, volume profile, and it's extremely difficult to do in TradingView because TradingView doesn't allow multiple points coming off of the volume profile to be used within any typical indicator. You have to select Mm -hmm. one point. So I'm finding that in something like Sierra charts, where you can grab all that information in an Excel type spreadsheet, you can get those data points, it would be easier to actually codify something that is a little bit more discretionary, like using the volume profile into a strategy coming from something like that versus TrendSpider or right. or TradingView. So yeah, it's-, it's You uh, might it's be able to do it in PineScript. You would just have to maybe kind of replicate how the vol- volume profile works and like write your own coded version of it. But it's a trade-off of like how much effort you want to put into it and whether or not it's worth the effort. And yeah, and it's the legitimacy or the val- validity, I should say, of the points that you're getting, right? Because right. they, ha- I think, I mean, TradingView has used JavaScript in order to to code the uh, volume profile because they haven't been able to figure out how to do it in PineScript that makes it uh, accurate, right? So that's one of the reasons that they're we're having issues with those data points being right. available. But anyway, it makes no, sense, and I. We've definitely had customers that have fallen, like they start with TradingView or they start with TrendSpider and 
they kind of push it to the limits. Like they, they get to this boundary where they're just like, I have these ideas in my head, but I can't convert it. Like I can write it down in English and describe it, but the pine script language or the environment or the data, there's some limiting factor that doesn't allow them to translate the rules into code. Um, and then once they kind of graduate from that point, then they start buying their own market data from something like Pilot Polygon. And then you start to get into writing Python code or whatever your language, your preference is. Um, from there, the, 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 op, the possibilities are endless. Like you can, the, the permutations and the ways that people can trade, it's literally infinite. Like everyone can come up with their own unique idea. And that's, you know, one of the reasons why I love trading is because like the possibilities are endless. Like if you, if you can think it, you can create it. It's just a matter of whether or not you have enough time and enough money to get all the way to the finish line. With, with the current state of traders post is, is it mainly for people that are bringing their own algorithms in or is it for somebody without code knowledge is there a place right now that people could go and select this is the this is the strategy I want to follow or this is the one I want to input? Yeah, we we don't have the marketplace on our side yet. So it still requires the end user to kind of do the curation or whatever you want to call it to like find the strategy outside of Traders Post. Um so like you could go to Trend Spider, like that would that Trend Spider is probably the the lowest uh barrier of entry because you don't have to write code. You understand technical analysis. You can via your browser uh, just click and drag and like define all your criteria for your buy and your sell. Set up an alert, send it to Traders Post, and you're off to the races. So the barrier of entry is lower, but the universe of like what you can accomplish is smaller. Like you're in a smaller box. Um, but with TradingView, you fall down to PineScript, and like the possibilities are endless, but the barrier of entry is higher because you have to know how to code. Um, the other option is just go find a strategy. Like there are, I'm sure you've heard of, uh, I'm think, trying to think of the name of it. Uh, Lux Algo is one of them. There's tons of these. And I'll add a disclaimer, like not all of them are good. Uh, there's a lot of scams out there. A lot of the indicators repaint and some people do it out of ignorance some people do it maliciously. Like they know that they're being dishonest. They know that their pine script repaints and they know that they've structured their code in a way where it makes the back to back test look really, really good, but it's impossible, like physically impossible for the strategy to execute in live real time, the same way that it was executing in the back test. So that's kind of why we want to build that marketplace is because we want to do the curation and we want to have like quality controls and metrics that we can surface to the end user to tell them these, this is the, the back test results. This is what it was in a paper account. And this is what it was in a live account. And actually like give the strategy author like a verified checkbox that says like, we have verified that this strategy developer is actually trading the strategy live in their broker. Um, cause as you can imagine, there's a lot of people who are selling strategies that they don't actually even trade their own strategy. Mm -hmm. Right. And, and just to be clear for anybody that doesn't understand the repainting, it's a huge deal, but 
that's where like you'll get the buy sell signals on a chart you look at it everything looks amazing you're like oh, this is crazy returns but the repainting is like after it happens they kind of go back and yeah place it somewhere <laughs> else so I, I do know a couple of the uh a couple of these services out there that do that but it's it's a big deal and you got to be careful for it so i didn't want to just kind of blow over that point it's i think it's huge yeah. Some um, with- do it accidentally you know i, I want to give people the benefit of the doubt that like you know i don't i don't know if it's the majority or the minority but uh whether it's what, whether it, whether it's whether it's intentional or accidental it's something somebody should be aware of like it happens in the industry it's, it's not <laughs> everything's not always on the up and up in, in terms of some of these things but um and if it's accidental, uh, it's time for some of those people that are publishing some of those <laughs> algos to go back and not make it so accidental. But I, I get you um, with with, uh, with, tra- with traders post and based on how it's kind of set up now. What is what is the what would you say the the minimum requirement as far as cash or funding to go into it? Um, that's part A of my question. So stay stay with me. I got part two. Part two is uh, we have all the funded accounts and things like that. Um, and uh, there's a there's a numerous amount of other funded accounts out there. Besides how much money to bring to the table, does funded accounts hook up to it as well? It doesn't today, um, but I think that what's going to open up the opportunity to support funded accounts is uh, our relationship with Tradeovate. Tradeovate was just acquired by NinjaTrader. And if I understand correctly, um, they they have funded account opportunities. So it's still a little unclear to me if it will work, because part of the like the funded accounts, they layer on like special rules and requirements around like how you're allowed to trade. And because of that, they force you to trade through their tools because they have to impose their rules on you. And it's unclear to me if like we were to connect to them via an API or something, if those rules would still be able to be enforced. Um so I, I don't have a great answer. I, I'd love to be able to do it, but I'm it's unclear to me if it will be allowed. Um, right. But it'd be great if it could. Um, I'm still learning a little bit about the the funded accounts too. It's my you can correct me if I'm wrong, but that's my understanding. Is like there are additional rules with the funded accounts on how you can trade. There is, and to the point you're making, um, yeah. Every every no matter where you go, there's always additional rules to the funded accounts. Um, but for I see what you're saying where the, the, the trades do have to be placed through their broker because like they'll auto kick you out of a trade if you're breaking rules and right. it's through traders post, it might not be as easy to, to do that. And it kind of invalidates the strategy too, right? Like, you know, if they're forcing you to get out of positions because you didn't have enough margin or enough money to cover it and your stop loss wasn't tight enough, like, that invalidates the whole strategy. And like, if the strategy back test doesn't have all those rules incorporated into it, you could be trading a strategy live that is actually not the same strategy that you back tested. So that's one of the big differences is like, or not the big difference, but the big problem is that like, it's possible to build a strategy that's impossible to automate. And like, you're, like it's like physics, like in the world, like you're bound by the physics of the world. And like, you can't do things that go beyond what the physical world allows you to do. It's the same thing with trading and like a back test that those orders are filling instantly. Like it literally happens. If I want to buy at a hundred dollars, it buys instantly at a hundred dollars. But in the real world, we know that that doesn't happen. And we know that like, we all think that the internet is instantaneous 
And we all think that market orders fill instantaneously, but they don't. And trade trading view is communicating to traders post via the public internet. And while we're close geographically and it feels like everything happens instantaneously, it takes, you know, milliseconds. It takes a second or two for it to happen and for it to send the alert to traders post and then traders post sends it to the broker and then the broker sends it to the exchange. So like all those hops take time. Um, so end to end, it's like two to three seconds, but that can be significant and, and you have to make sure that you're accounting for the like maximum amount of a maximum amount of slippage that you could encounter uh, and back test it that way so that you know if you're going to get similar performance when you're actually testing it in a live environment. Right. No, and then just wanna... to uh, just to cover part A of the question, how, how much uh, how much funding do you think you need to to really utilize and take advantage of, of traders post tools? Yeah. So it depends on the time frame of the strategy. Like if you're wanting to day trade and you're getting in and out. Um, you could do it two ways. You can have at least 25K or you can have it be a cash account. Um, and with a cash account, it depends on the broker too, like Robinhood. I don't think it's a little unclear to me, like which brokers allow it. But it's my understanding that if if you're using a cash account, there are no, there's no like PDT rule. You can get in and out as many times as you want. You just have to wait for the money to settle. Usually it's like three days to settle. Yep. Yeah. So like if you're running a bunch of trades and you run out of money, you don't have any buying power, then you just have to wait. And that could throw a wrench in your strategy because, you know, if your strategy could say buy, but you may not have enough buying power at that time to execute the, the trade. So while it's technically possible, generally I say like, if you want to trade stocks, like you, you really need the 25K if it's an intraday strategy, if it's a strategy that's running on the daily chart, there's really no limits. Uh, you can, whether or not you can make enough money on the strategy to overcome the cost to run the strategy, that's another question. Um, but with futures, it's much lower requirement. There's no PDT rules. Like it's, it, I, I've been pushing more and more people towards futures just because it's just so much better from so many different perspectives for algo trading. You got, you know, better tax rules, no PDT rules. So like we have customers that are trading strategies on a $5,000 account, um, trading like ES, MES, NQ, and MNQ. Yep. So I want to take a step back to that repainting thing. And I wanted to just, first of all, point out that, you know, as traders, we should all have our own due diligence as well. So yes, the programmers may be malicious and what have you, but we should be taking responsibility and making sure that we understand how those bots or algorithms are going to be operating. And that leads me to my next question, which is inside of your system, is there a way for people to test to make sure that what they're actually connecting to is working the way they want it to work before they actually put their money into uh, into the risk Part of it. Definitely. Yeah. So Traders Post itself, we've built a, a, a paper broker that enables you to test your strategy. But then the brokers themselves, not all of them, but some of them offer their own paper trading capabilities. Um, so like the life cycle of development is like idea, back test, forward test with a paper trade account, live trade with small size. If everything goes good after that, start increasing size and monitor. And with Trader's Post, you can actually do all of these things in parallel at the same time. So I can keep it running in my paper broker. I can also run it in a live broker. 
And then I can compare what was the fill price in the back test? What was the fill price in the paper broker? What was the fill price in the live broker? And what that enables you to do is like, if you see any wild discrepancies between those prices, something's off. Mm -hmm. And that allows you to then go look at, is the pine script repainting? Do I not have live data and trading view? Or like there's some root cause that's causing that. And that allows you to kind of figure out where that problem is and then hopefully hopefully fix the problem and then continue forward testing. And then once those prices start to align with each other, there's always going to be subtle differences, but they they shouldn't be like dollars off or like big percentages off. The, right. You'd see pennies, pennies of differences. Um, okay. And that allows you to kind of test and, and verify and then and then move forward to a live broker.